Everybody ain't built to just leap in Dive into a world where no one saves you when you're sinking It's all or nothing, nothing we won't do this to maintain A higher living, higher status, higher place to reign Going insane while the world is trying to tell us something No holding back, no strings attached It's all or nothing From the fifth wall, I'm here tonight with Kay Bly from the fifth wall, also Desiree from Temper Drake. So tonight our topic is going to be horror books. But before we go into that, Desiree, I'm ready to hear about those exciting ingredients for our drink tonight. So our drink tonight is the Pennywise in honor of that horrible clown from the Stephen King book, which is just a movie also. Um, the drink includes number one, bubblegum vodka. This is something I got to show you guys how to make it, and I'll tell you in just a minute. Um, number two, raspberry liqueur. Um, this is a Rasmataz, the Kuiper. You can get it at the liquor store in several different brands. Um, or raspberry schnapps, same thing. You will need some cotton candy. You can find this at the grocery store on your candy aisle. Publix. Year-round. At Publix. Publix got it. <laughs> um, and then also, you're going to need some grape juice. This is just regular old Welch's 100% grape juice. Oh, and a shaker. We got to shake this one up, so we need a little shaker. Shake it out on up. So that's basically like a circus in a glass, is what we're <laughs> going to get into tonight. So um, a quick summary over the type of horror books that we're going to go over. We're going to go over our favorite childhood horror book, all-time favorite horror. Also, we're going to discuss horror books that have converted into film. And as well, we're going to have a secret surprise to let you know about Fifth Wall and some things we have going on and some upcoming events that we have going on. So before we get into our um, podcast for tonight, let's go ahead and get into that lovely drink like a circus in a glass. I'm excited. Come on with it. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is out of the norm, but I can't wait so I pour this one up for y'all. I'm going to tell you how to make it. So here we go. We're going to start with this bubblegum vodka. What you need to do for this is get your favorite vodka, Smirnoff, whoever you like. Um, take about a cup of that, and you're going to need some uh, old school double bubble, bazooka, whatever uh -huh. you can find. Open up a couple pieces of this. Drop them in a syllable container with your vodka. I use this little potion bottle I had. Um, mason jars just as good. And let that sit at least 24 hours. The longer you let it sit, the more bubblegum flavor you're going to get, which is going to make this drink sweeter. Um, it is a sweet drink already. So for those of you who don't like the taste of alcohol, here you go. Um, so what we start with is a martini glass. Y'all see I got mine already full over here. Sorry. Um, and your cotton candy. So the recipe calls for about a cup of cotton candy. I don't know who measuring a cup of cotton candy. But... What I will say is the more cotton candy you use, sweeter this drink will be. So based on how sweet your bubblegum vodka is, that might determine how much cotton candy you want to use. Definitely taste that vodka first because that bubblegum gets strong. Um, so you put your cotton candy in your martini glass and then you're going to grab your shaker. Shaker need a little ice in it. I got a little ice. Um... Start with a little ice, and you're going to need about two ounces of this bubblegum vodka. I just used my jigger, measure that out for you. <laughs> what did you say? My jigger. Jigger. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <-I> -G -G -E <laughs> <laughs> my jigger. 
<laughs> and you also need two ounces of that raspberry liqueur. Um, and you're gonna need the grape juice. I'm, I'm out of grape juice, y'all. That's okay. I don't know. You want to do about four ounces. Once you got your grape juice and all your ingredients, you want to shake it, shake it, shake it till you get a nice froth on your shaker. And then your glass should have your cotton candy in there. You want to just pour it over the top of your cotton candy. As you pour, it will melt. And it's going to taste good. So, ladies, what y'all think? Um, I'm a fan of cotton candy. I just never had it in a drink. Like, it's, yeah, it's yummy. I stole this offline and made a few tweaks to it, but I'm going to be honest. It's a little sweet for my taste. Really? Well, see, I, I put a little ice in mine. I don't know what the ice did to it, but I just, I threw a little ice in mine. Did you get a little bubbly in there? You got a little fizz? Uh, <laughs> You know she loves little fizz. <laughs> I thought about it, but I didn't know what would go with this, so I did. I didn't. I didn't give myself a little fizz this time. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. I was like, I don't. I don't know what's gonna fit in here like it should, so I'm gonna leave it alone. <laughs> oh no, Kima! <laughs> <laughs> but I knew something was missing. <laughs> <laughs> a little fizz. You know what? You know, now that you think about it, I probably could have used grape soda. That's it. Look at you. Well, that's what so I'll do this weekend. Grape soda, it don't shake it, just add it in the end. Okay. See, I should have thought about that ahead of time. So, <laughs> about these books. Yeah, like, I'm so excited to get into it. I'm looking for my Goosebump book, and I started okay. to trip out because... I thought I lost it, or actually, I thought they stole it. Because the book <laughs> that I have is The Revenge of the Chronos. Aren't they so cute? <laughs> <laughs> this was like my ultimate favorite growing up. Really? Um, that yeah, series or just... that book in particular? Say what? That series or the whole or that book in particular is your favorite out of the Goosebumps all the way around, but as in my like childhood favorite, this one in particular. But I love Goosebumps. Like Why every that? other weekend, I would go to Kmart with my grandma and she would purchase me a book. They were like five dollars. Mm -hmm. so, or um, the grocery store used to have them. Yep. Yeah. So, um, ladies, what's one of your childhood favorites? <clears throat> childhood favorites i did of course goosebumps um another one of my childhood favorites um and i know a lot of you have read this one and i think that there was about three sequels to it um the scary stories to tell in the dark is that oh, that's yeah. the one that's it yeah yeah like that's that's when i knew when i had like weird friends when we all like this book. <laughs> <laughs> Why special? Because some people wasn't messing with it. They thought it was too scary for that young of an age, which they kind of were. But it was, I mean, because they're making a movie out of it now. So it was kind of creepy at, for us. I mean, think about the stories that were like in there, you know? 
Did y'all y'all remember any of the stories from there? Like I remember the one about the girl that had the ribbon that was around her neck. Her neck, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But it's just I was already exposed to other, you know, outlets with horror, and that to me was exciting. But it wasn't like top notch scary. I I did I thought that they were really creepy. Especially the one that, one of my favorite ones that sticks out in my head, where's this one girl, they were like, um, they invited this one girl uh, they to have like a party in um, a, a cemetery. And something happened and everybody started like running and she felt something t tug at her dress. And she thought somebody from what, like from the grave was pulling on her dress and she had a heart attack and what actually happened was like a a branch or a tree or something caught onto her and oh, she Kima, now, you are bringing up so much i See? remember <laughs> i know childhood if i had to go with the goosebumps series i'm gonna say night of the living dummy right All slappy is my favorite slappy because i hate ventriloquist dolls thanks to <laughs> tales from the crypt scared me um so yeah that was my favorite goosebump but then outside of that i did spend my useful years reading stuff i had no business reading yeah <laughs> yeah oh y'all remember the goosebump books that um that you could pick uh what happens next in oh the story? your own now i did oh, like those yeah. i did like those yeah and i would try to like hold myself back from not going through the endings like oh i'm gonna pick this ending or i'm gonna pick that ending so right. i was <laughs> had to pace myself and really initially pick one in the beginning and then go back the second way so it kind of gave me some discipline no let me tell you what i did i had like three bookmarks in one book because if i died on the next page i would just go back, back that's it that's exactly it <laughs> look, look at y'all. <laughs> but you know what? That's probably why when um who was that? It was a show that came out. I can't remember who it was. Oh, that Netflix movie? Huh? Think about the Netflix movie that did the same thing where you choose your own journey through the movies? Yes. Where what you was it choose called? your own oh. journey. That I think it pulled to our crowd and our generation because of that, because of you know goosebump books where we could pick our ending or go through and choose those decisions that, of the character. Like it also like made me more interested in the thought process of characters. Like yeah, when I was growing up, I would pick my favorite one and be like, oh, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. But whenever I started reading those type of books. It made me think deeper about each character and what part they played in the story. I just want to see who died. <laughs> I was that I don't think she's a character I don't like. How are we gonna kill him? <laughs> Did any of you guys read his um his Fear Street series? Not as much as the Goosebumps. Yeah. That was more like the Fear Street was a little more uh, like a notch up above Goosebumps, right? Mm-hmm. 
It was like he wrote those, I think, for like the older kids. Yeah, yeah. high school age kids. That was kind of creepy now. I mean, he was teaching you some some lessons. You know, mm-hmm. if you paid attention and you were learning some valuable lessons in those stories. I had to uh to to go to those because after I pretty much read all the Goosebump books, I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> what's, what what else what's next? <laughs> exactly. What else? What else you got for me to read? <laughs> and then when you get older, then you're like, okay, well, let me read Stephen King then. You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think I, I was actually flip flopping between the two. <laughs> true. When I say stuff I had no business, I'm talking Stephen King, Dean Koontz. I was in that in elementary was school. In them. Thank you, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> Put up on the game. So like, like there were a couple. <laughs> there was a couple like with goosebumps. I could tell they were rushing it. Um, like the one that the kid turned into a dog. Oh, y'all remember uh, that? He meant, that was one of the series. the shows I too. The show. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I remember that one from the show. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember the book. I don't think I read the book, but when the show. Oh no, came, I'm talking about from. The, I'm talking about from the show. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't flip to the show because as a kid I was so excited because I don't read all the books. Then yeah. when you get to the show, it's like, okay, okay, what is it gonna be like? Oh my gosh, really, really? We he was growing fur from the beginning. I don't know. I used to hit the corner on 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 feed when I heard that that beat do 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 and come running to the living room. <laughs> Beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I he wrote way more books than he actually had of the show. Like I feel like yes. the show only had like a few seasons, but they didn't like the newer books didn't get into the get show. To the show yeah. Which I ain't really, you know. <laughs> like, one thing, though, that I kind of, I wish I didn't commercialize the movie as much. Like, it was. The movie seemed so kitty. I didn't even watch it. It was very kitty. And it's like, oh, it's well, not even scary. Why my it's daughter just, likes it. <laughs> it's just the fact that you have the characters that we are familiar with yeah. in there. But it's like, are you going in depth about who are these characters and why they're part of Goosebumps? I didn't like it. Yeah, it was kind of wet. But maybe yeah, maybe that's why. Well, maybe that's why my child likes it, and she's only three, and she like wants to watch Goosebumps movies. <laughs> yes, they got like, gum bears in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it, and you know what? And that it's it's really weird that as we get older we still kept reading horror stuff because like um so my new horror favorite is (laughs) The Walking Dead which is also one of my favorite shows which I was one I didn't know that um in the beginning that it was a comic book I think I found that out like a year later and then once I did I was like okay let me go back and read the books so that I can be prepared for like the next seasons of the show, which of course they kind of run parallel, but they switched a couple things. Which I got on my Walking Dead shirt. <laughs> Just let y'all know. But um the books are really good. They do have that element. They they really have what the TV show is bringing. But being that it's a comic book, some of the things in it are a little funny too. <laughs> 
which is like why I like to read it. And then, you know, when you're doing comic books, they can be a lot gruesome too. So like their, their violence scenes are really violent. And some of the things that are comical, I I don't think those transfer more on the, the screen that I wanted it to, because, you know, it is a comic book, but when they get to the, (laughs) <laughs> the real horror and the graphic stuff, um, some of that they didn't even put on the TV because I think they probably felt like that was too much to show on TV. So, um, we saw yeah, The Walking Dead comic books exactly for children. What'd you say? I said the, the Walking Dead comic books, they're not exactly for children. Oh, Just no. Like, yeah, they they there. It's a great a bit graphic in in there. I will say, but I guess that that's the horror comic that I lead to. I know there's like a lot out there, especially like about vampires and stuff. But I really do enjoy the Walking Dead comic books. That's on. That's just one of them. I have. I have like all the Compendium, um, books, which I wish I could read more of them. They're like this thick. Um, I think the last one that I read was when they got to like Negan. So, <laughs> so with this new era of Walking Dead, I don't know what's going on because I have not read my other book yet. But that that's my horror read currently. So, um, this just came across my mind. It's not really horror, but it was like suspenseful and kind of funny as a kid. I don't know if you all remember that line of books where it was about the substitute teacher that would, um, it was really the teacher. And she would dress up kind of like a witch, but she was a substitute teacher, and she would go in and be like, "Was it the teacher huh? from the Black Lagoon?" Oh, what? I thought it was Miss Nelson or something. Oh, like it was—it's a kitty book. When I mean it by kitty, it's right. not like a chapter book, but it was a line of books that came out, and they, it was a—it was a teacher. Like she would dress up as like a witch or whatever and go in as a substitute teacher i feel like that to... might be it the teacher from the black lagoon i remember that book <sighs> i might have to look that one up but i know what you're talking about though i just can't think of the title right now and i, I know I was... the one that desiree is saying I, i'm trying to put this together <laughs> Now, Miss Nelson was one that had a witch-looking lady, too, but are they related? Like, did Miss Nelson went missing, and then we got the teacher from the Black Lagoon or something like that? I don't know. That could be it. The teacher. I think that's because of reading those books. The students would find, like, little clues and stuff, Uh like her dress or shoe, and they'd be like, what did she do with the teacher? Where is she at? Cause they still would yeah, have to I think they run together. Miss Nelson is missing and the teacher from the Black Lagoon or something like that. I remember that. Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because, <laughs> yes, it was a series of books. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the one. <laughs> yes, I, and we have all read this. Desiree, have you read Kaylee Poe yet? Like we told you to read. (laughs) Kaylee Poe. Oh, no. Y'all forgive me. I have been in a whirlwind of hot messiness. Um, 
these past couple weeks. So I did not get to read Taylor Poe. But these girls done told me about this Taylor Poe, y'all. If y'all know this book, <laughs> somebody got it at home, holler at me. Because they talking about this old story they parents used to tell them. I don't remember this story about Taylor Poe. Like, matter of fact, you know, Father's Day around the corner. And thank you, Father, for telling me the story. But it was more of an urban twist to it because mine was about a little boy that went to the store and supposed to get liver, but spent the money to go to the arcade and stole the wino's liver. So the wino was like, Charlie, I want my liver bite. So (laughs) that was scary. Like, I was so scared to go to sleep after he told me that. (laughs) <laughs> and I came back with exact change. Like every time somebody took me, like, ah! they me to go to the store, I came back with exact change. Like here you go, you had fifty one cents. <laughs> Don't drop no pennies. Don't yes. drop nothing. I'm not gonna spoil it, y'all. But if y'all, let me tell you, Taylor Poe is a book for children. But it had me disturbed for a while. I still get disturbed when I think about it. Um. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read that one to Trinity, but she likes horror stuff. She likes Halloween books. I know. I'm like, well, since you like this kind of stuff. I know that she's going to be able to go to sleep as he is. She already don't have to go to sleep. Oh, Lord. But that, that yes, it's one of my, my favorite childhood horror books because I was the... I was never so disturbed by a book as I was with that one. And I had to have been in first or second grade reading it. Probably younger than that. Because it's a picture It's a picture book. <laughs> it's not even like a goosebump book. Either. It's a picture book. <laughs> but please, I had to, somebody yeah. hook me up. Slide me that copy. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. Y'all childhood books are meant for children. My childhood book was on Stephen King. <laughs> I don't know. My favorite book was Stephen King's Desperation. And I don't know if anybody's read that. It did turn into be a TV series movie, but it wasn't really big like all his other movies. Um, It was probably about just as thick as this It book, y'all. If not thicker. Um, And it was like this crazy deputy was kidnapping people who were coming through his town but it turns out he's possessed by this spirit like this ancient spirit that the town woke up when they was drilling in some mines or something it's long it's drawn out but i was so into like oh my god who gonna die next what's gonna happen and like the way these folks was dying and the stuff that was happening in this book like i was so enthralled in it as a kid and i think that like psychologically like in a daze like you'd be, th- you be thinking you crazy. What? <laughs> was trying to figure out what was really going on. He said that was his outlet. Like as a kid, his mind was already running kind of like, you know, into some crazy dark places. So right. him writing those books and different stories was his way of like kind of purging that. Uh, Hold up, be still now. You don't got too scared. Be still. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, it's a children's book, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys read any 
suspense mystery <clears throat> books. I think the the last one I read was The Girl on a Train. I think that's the last suspense one I I read, and that's actually a um a movie too. Movie too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like psychological thrillers that one had me like the twist in it what um like I said you can watch the movie because it it really kind of stuck to the book pretty well I think when I finally watched it but it really was um a twist in it it was about like this lady who um she was an alcoholic she had after her divorce she just started being you know alcoholic and Something happened to her one night when she blacked out drunk and she felt like she might have hurt somebody and that's what her ex-husband wanted her to believe. It's it's really, really deep psychological. It's like her story is like intertwined with like um, her husband's new wife and this family that she would like watch when she was like um, riding the train to work. And then one day she didn't see the girl anymore. And then the girl was like missing all in the news. And she's like, oh my gosh, did I get, you know, did I kill her when I was drunk? And then when you figure out what the twist, the plot twist was, you'll be like, this is twisted. People are crazy. Please, when you get a chance, read or watch The Girl on the Train. That reminds me of this series that I just binged the hell out of on Netflix. Um dead to me it's not it's kind of horror but it's more suspense comedy mm, um i heard about that one i heard about that one. yeah y'all gotta check that one out it's like a, a lady who's mm-hmm. her husband what <laughs> a lady loses her husband and it's this crazy twist to how she makes this new friend i can't say a whole lot because give it all away but what that girl on the train sounds kind of like that like I, I love me a good, uh, um, a good psychological thriller. I, you know, I, I love a good plot twist, especially when you, when you try to piece together the story, and then the plot oh, twist comes in and it like really, um, messages you up. Which other movie was like that? Um, what was it? It, it, it was out recently. I want to say Ben Affleck was in it. Gone Girl. Oh yeah, yes. Gone Girl was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a, a psychological thriller that um yeah, it by the middle of the book it, it because it's like when you first started reading it, I couldn't I didn't know where it was going. I'm like, where is this going? Because somebody recommended that I read this book and I was just like, Why am I reading this? This is slow. I don't know where it's going. And then when it finally got to where it was going, I was like, This is crazy. Boy, That's why I like boy. psychological thrillers because people are, you will really see what crazy people can be and it, it will make you paranoid about people around you. You'd be like, people are crazy. Oh, yeah, you'd be like, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> any sci-fi books? I, let's see, I read the whole Hunger Games, um, uh, what was it, three books? Trilogy. I read, um. The um, last thing I read was like Divergent. It's been a minute. I read that. I read Divergent. I like, read Hunger Games. I read The Maze Runner. Sci-fi. Um, the last thing I read that was like suspense, though. It's a it's a short story called The Analyst, and it is about a psychologist who has somebody from the past 
contact him and let him know like I'm not satisfied with the service that you gave my mother because she ended up killing herself which destroyed my life and my siblings life so I'm gonna make your life hell and he really drags him down and breaks him down to where the dude pretends that he's dead and get a whole new identity (laughs) even though the person behind the school still knows what he's doing and where he's at so like I really I really like that that is craziness. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like something I want to read. What was like the all-time favorite that you all had that maybe was a book that converted to a film or a show or <clears throat> something visual? Um, I... I like what they did with the Hunger Games. Mine is the fir- the first movie was not accurate to the books at all with Hunger Games. But by the second one, I think after the fans complained so much, <laughs> they got it back on track. Because, yeah, they, they really didn't stick to it like they should have. And people who had never been exposed to the Hunger Games was like, this is weird. I don't get it. And it's like because they left out so many of the details from the book, it was confusing. Um but they got it back on track, and um, I did appreciate the Hunger Games, um, The Shining. Yes, that. <laughs> Boy, that was a good one. Um, there was another one by Stephen King, and I hope I'm not mistaken. Um, Desiree, help me out if you remember. It was called, I believe, Needful Things, and. It was about this guy, which was really the devil. He was set up shop in these like small hick towns, and he would um, have a thrift. Yes, he would have a thrift shop, and it would be like their anything that they wanted that was like you said their wildest dreams. It could have been a steam engine little train that blew out smoke, or it could have been a baseball signed by their favorite player, just something that they always desired and wanted. And then he basically would steal their soul or they would sell their soul and didn't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I remember that. Yeah. That was one of my favorites that taught me like there's more to life than material things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after that, is also a Stephen King, but it is one of the lesser talked about ones. It's Thinner. I love Thinner. But I'm going to tell you why I love Thinner so much. Again, the maniacal craziness in me was laughing (laughs) at this man the entire movie. Every time he tried on some new clothes, every time he stepped on the scale, every time something fell off of him, I was dying laughing. Um, and it was true to book too. It was true to book. That's my favorite. I love dinner. I, I'm telling you, during AMC Fear Fest, I watch it every time because it's so weird. Because it makes you like really think about how people treat other people and being careful what you wish for mm-hmm. and karma and 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 all of that. Like it just really kind of went full circle for him but yes i watch dinner probably every year when it comes on i love dinner um for those of you who are into 
sci-fi um, books or um, like supernatural type stories. Um, the Fifth Wall, we have um, a series out on Amazon, the um, Two Lost Saga. The first two books, Two Lost and Two Lost Renaissance, are available now. The third book will be available soon. It'll be available before the summer is over with. Um, let me see. There we go. Look for those on Amazon, Two Lost and Two Lost Renaissance. And Two Lost Resistance is coming soon. Um, basically, this story is about, and they're, com they're digital comic books. Um, so yes, you can download them to your um, Kindle app on your smartphone, any tablets, iPads, all of that, quick download. The ba basically, the story is about this kid who is finding himself after one day, everything starts as normal, and his uh, adopted parents are murdered right in front of him, even though he was pretty much the target. And after that, he has to find his biological family because he has no one else. Um, and also he figures out in the meantime that um, he has some hidden abilities that he hasn't unlocked as of yet. And there's, you know, uh, shapeshifters involved, martial arts involved, um, witches are involved. So yes, it's, um, it's a journey. <laughs> It's going to consist of four stories. Like I said, the two are available now. The third one is coming soon. So go ahead and catch up on Two Lost and Two Lost Renaissance now before Two Lost Resistance comes out. Because that one will be out really, really soon. I promise you follow um, our pages so that you can stay um, in the loop about when the next book is coming out. You can find um, videos and promos about the books that are already out. If you're interested in like comic books or suspense and sci-fi and all that good stuff, um, uh, Two Lost has all of that wrapped up into um, four different stories. So you might want to catch up before the third one comes out. <laughs> yeah, we also have in the book launch going on in August, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right, Kayla? Mm-hmm. So also um, look out for that. There'll be um, dates and times for when that will be going on as well. Yes, we're so, going to do it big. So when the third part comes out, we're going to party. Because <laughs> yeah. this one has been long waiting. So we're, you know, we're going to celebrate. So like I said, catch up. They're on Amazon, Two Lost and Two Lost Renaissance, because we will be doing a book launch really soon. Um, but this weekend... We have a party with the score. Um, you know how we do. <laughs> Probably the last few months we've been um, throwing events with the score. You guys, um, please go check this party out. One of our favorite artists, Rogue, just had an album out. Please go check her out. Check out her music. You guys are going to love this album. I promise you. Please go listen to Rogue's album on um, Spotify. YouTube her. <laughs> and I don't listen to a lot of female artists so when I like tell you that her music is good listen to me you will love her music and she's going to be at um, the event Saturday tomorrow yeah tomorrow yep. Desiree what, where's the what's the address for the event again Artisan Bar one moment please 
Look, she caught me <laughs> off guard, y'all. <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> 140 Street Street, Atlanta, Georgia, Artisan Bar. Come out and catch us. Party starts at 10 o'clock. Um, come see some live artists. Check out some of the vendors. Uh, last month, we had Dope Chef there. We had some good artists there. Um, live performances was killing. Role performed. She's killing. Um, so come check us out. I am normally there. I'm working like Hebrew slave these days, but I may be there tomorrow <laughs> as well. Check my Facebook. I'll let you know. <laughs> and I am trying to be there for the book launch in August. So yes. I'm excited, been waiting to be able to attend. So you yes. all need to look please, out for those. Please, please come and support our events with the score and watch some good live music. Um follow out all of our social media pages. Um the fifth wall on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the fifth column on Facebook. Instagram, Temper Drinks, Facebook, Instagram. Look out for our new Facebook group. Um, if you're following the fifth wall already, um, join our group, Whore and Hooch. Um, Hooch. Yes, please join our group. We will be posting our horror recommendations, movies and shows or books that we um, like, that we watch, that we feel like you guys would enjoy too. Um, follow our page so you can get those because um, if you're like me, you always want to know what's the next good horror thing to watch or to read. <laughs> Come to our page. <laughs> there is a um, review up now for this show called um, Nosferatu, which is actually a book. If you <laughs> and my favorite vampire ever. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it's a Y'all book. Gotta check out the old, old, old movies, black and white before Dracula. Yes, yes. See, see, you know. <laughs> so, yes, um, there's a review up for that. So go ahead and follow um, Horror and Hooch um, group. Join the group on Facebook so you can get our um, horror recommendations on there. Um, next topic will be a show all about horror recommendations. So we are going to try to binge <laughs> as much as we can so that we can give you guys as much recommendations and reviews as we can to kind of fill your summer up oh, with yeah. horror. All so we're going to be platforms. yep, looking at stuff from uh, Netflix, probably Amazon Hulu. Prime, Hulu, to give you guys an update on the next upcoming horror stuff, the movies that are out that are good, because I've heard about some that I need to be watching so I can let you guys know if they're good. I will also tell you what's whack, because yes, I get when, upset when stuff is whack. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I'm wasting my time. I'm sitting here so thinking you about to tear some stuff up, and it <laughs> is crazy. So, yeah, we're going to do a, a whole show about, um, you know, what to watch this summer on streaming services. So we got, you got your any recommendations, six. message us. DM us, find us. Yes, if you guys would want us to watch something so that we can review it live, please let us know. Comment, message us on Facebook, post it in our group. Let us know so we can watch it and we'll talk about it and discuss it live with all of you guys. All right. Well, we will see you all soon. Please give us those comments because I am waiting to watch something new. So, yes, please give us something. Give us something to watch. Send us a message, comment, (laughs) and 
We'll see you guys in two weeks with our horror recommendations. Bye. Enjoy your drink. The Pennywise. The Pennywise. Don't even look scary. I hate clowns, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>